Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily, yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah? Good. Yeah. You sound, why are you flustered? No, I've just been editing your voice for two hours. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> You're sick of me. <laughs> You're you sick of up. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, today, I don't know where John is. I don't know, he said he's in the waiting room. Oh, right, well, he's not. Right. But the guest today is head of BBC Comedy, John Petrie. God. Have you met John? No, I googled him. I googled oh. him. Yeah, yeah. I do my research. Oh, I thought you would have been sending him scripts. And... Oh, I probably have. Yeah. <laughs> I spam. Uh, I spam everyone with my my mad scripts. I love the John's head of BBC Comedies. God, when you said that last night, I thought bloody hell. Yeah, that's a biggie, isn't it? It's a huge job. Um, he, he could just, you know. Alfie, write me anything. There's, there's 1.5 million. Let's yeah. see what you got. Let's see what you're doing. <laughs> Change my life. And that's what I'm hoping from for this call. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I have I have no ideas. Yeah, I want him to like me desperately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, are you right, John? Morning, boys. You okay? Yeah. It's not a morning anymore, actually, is it? But no. Anyway. How are no. we? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Recovered after yesterday's little session. <laughs> he really is the heartbeat of the pod. I know. <laughs> Brings it down immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely loving that. Yeah, not bad. What we got today then? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I think I think yesterday's pod uh, took it out of me, to be honest. I thought I came across like really mm. badly. For those of you listening, don't know what we're on about. We did a phone in last night. It's episode thirty-two or something. But you came across badly. Yeah, I don't know. It's just—is it, is it like—is it? I don't know. I felt like I was arguing with them. No, I, I stuck it. I stuck the longer version on my Patreon, and people were saying I stand with John Beer. Yeah. Oh, bless him. That's kind. you didn't crumble, mate. That goes three times three times your age. I don't think I, I, don't, I never worry about crumbling. I just worry about coming across like I don't know. I thought you came across. As a very smart young man. Oh, thanks. Who knows his onions. Knows his onions. Knows what to do with them. Yeah, I actually wouldn't know what to do if you gave me some onions. 
I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't even know to start. You'd chuck them in the bin, get out your turkey twizzlers. I'd go. Do I do I need onions for what I'm making? Probably not. Nah. Pop them in the bin. How much proteins in an onion? Yeah, exactly. How do you know how much proteins in an onion have? Probably zero. Oh, I'm not a dietitian though. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know what I asked. To be fair. (laughs) What what have you had for breakfast? I haven't eaten. I got up about half an hour ago. No, John. You can't keep living like this. It's 12.30. Oh, don't tell everybody what time it is. Come on. You can't wake up at midday. That's just disgusting. Yeah, I've got nothing to get up for, though. Yourself. Oh, God. That's a yeah. well, that's... <laughs> Once again. <laughs> let's get John Patreon. on. Yeah, let's get him on. He'll, he'll perk us up. Head of BBC Comedy, John. Yeah, he's top dog. I've, I've done my uh, I've done This is going to be difficult. Both called John. Let's get John on. <laughs> John. Hello. Hello. How are you? Right. How are you? <laughs> Good. I I haven't seen you in eight, one hour. I saw you in London. Paddington, in a train station. Yeah. yeah. While someone was over uh, sort of listening in, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was having a chat with John. We bumped into one another. This guy just went, sorry, are you talking about... Um... Yeah, we were having a big telly wanker gossip. Yeah, I love it. Oh, good, and he actually said, are you talking about... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's really strange. Yeah. It was... Um... <laughs> it's nice to see you, though. Yeah, it's lovely to see you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm just suddenly... Um... I was like, why am I doing this? Because I've never... <laughs> I've, I've never... Like, all I, I normally just sit and judge people on podcasts. I don't, I've never been on a podcast. Before. Yeah, it's not easy. No, no. I, did, I did one when I was really when I just started when I was trying to be a producer and before podcasts had become anything I made one called Podland oh. um, which was like it's supposed to be like Desert Island Discs where you uh, basically had a land and then you'd have a guest and then they'd bring a rule or a law and then I have to sort of remember that I think yeah it was I did it with I did one oh, with, I was really judgy i did one with holly one with matt crosby one with fergus craig anyway i I basically made it so difficult for myself and really overproduced it It had like sound effects and like oh yeah and i was really editing it to the minute (laughs) and no one would have ever heard it so john thanks for coming and doing i just said to know me i said i can't believe john's doing this you must be so busy are you busy yeah, I am busy, but I um, I love talking about Crystal Palace, so I think I just sort of, yeah. Well, I've got a little quiz. Uh, I, I, know, I just I listened to a couple. I was like, it's terrible. I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm really bad at quizzes, and I'm really bad at Crystal Palace knowledge pre 2010. Uh, well, with the quiz that I've got is sort of a mix of like historical, but. I think half the quiz is from last season. So, oh, perfect. I you know a bit of that. Terrible, but I'm interested to see. John, can I talk to you a little bit about what you do? Yes. My, I think when I think of you, John, because we've known each other for years, haven't we? Yeah. You think why is he doing that job? No, I think have you got a big desk? <laughs> no, because we hot desk. We never, we never got the same desk. Yeah. Oh no, you haven't got your own office or anything. No, nothing like that. Uh, from home Mondays, I try to anyway if I can. But uh, yeah, it's all like a 
it's just like W1A. That's the thing I've really learned from working at the BBC. It's just like W1A. Oh, I thought you'd have a lovely big wooden desk. Oh, <laughs> oh got it. With like framed photos of Mrs. Brown. Yeah. And <laughs> oh. Do you ever look at yourself in the mirror and go, I'm the head of BBC comedy and it feels wonderful? No, because it, <laughs> you just feel nothing but pressure and uh, judgment. Really? Yeah, but I'm, it's like a proper honour to have the job. I mean, I do. I love comedy. I love the BBC. There's no one else. There genuinely isn't anywhere that makes... I think we make the most comedy, new comedy in the world. If you look at our entire, you know, yearly output. Um, yeah. And that's more than, like, you know, than America or anything. It's obviously they've got bigger budgets, but... Um, we actually make loads and and you go to America and everyone knows about BBC comedy and it's, it's really cool. Um, and I'd sort of, yeah, it was sort of growing up. That was all I watched yeah. was channel four and BBC. Comedy. What's your, what's your typical day, John? Are you worked off your feet and is, are you constantly getting scripts going, what do you think of this? Is well, it that? I have a lot. I'm really lucky. I have a team. So I've got five, incredible commissioners who are really and they're all really I think you'll probably have met most of them they're really experienced execs they've all made stuff so they're not like you know they know what they're talking about so I'm really lucky there and then um, there's an, there's a few other people as well on the team like a head of development and stuff so that they often read a lot of the scripts before I so I sort of see something when someone really loves it and they've you know see promise in something um, and then there's loads of read-throughs, so you go to read-throughs a lot. Oh, yeah. I remember you did a read-through for that. Do you remember Fun Police? Was it Fun Police? Yeah, just before I got ME. Yeah. You were great in it as well. It was, it was really? You, it was new and Vic Reeves, wasn't it? Or something. Yeah. And it then I didn't get out of bed for three months. Yeah. John, if you don't mind me asking, how much stuff comes across your desk or people's desk where you just think, no, straight away, like, throw, like how many projects are really crap? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Really? Teaser, man, John. <laughs> crap. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, I wouldn't say crap. I'd be diplomat, but, like, not what we're looking for. Yeah, you loads, but... Um, I think that's the thing as well. Is there's, there's less people making comedy these days. There's less. Yes, yeah, I think there's less. Um, what people are looking for has changed. I think like the streamers have changed everything because everyone wants to make like a comedy drama now. There's less and less people. Is that because it's slightly easier? It's hard. I've I've never watched a comedy drama and wanted to sort of slag it off to the world. Whereas I've definitely watched. It's like there's so many comedies that get one star and you never see a mm. comedy drama that gets one star, do you? No, no. So I suppose it's sort of if you're creative, it's... But I think it's when you get a co good comedy right, I don't think anything else... Like, I still watch Partridge and, you know, mm -hmm. Rain Sketches and all of that stuff from my childhood that, or like my teenage years that I loved. Do you think you can still make a studio sitcom and it be a hit? now yeah I reckon I just reckon they feel like they're the hardest I guess Lee Mack's mm. done it they feel like they're the hardest to get right you'll be doing something a bit different I think you just have to reinvent it in some way like I still think sketch is really exciting but I think you just have to 
you know, there's just so much stuff for people to watch these days. Um, and then also I think so much, the other thing with comedy is it takes ages for people to hear about it. It's not till normally second or third series when people start watching, you know, it's word of mouth. Because yeah. it's a lot harder to, I don't know, you normally watch a comedy with your arms crossed for the first time, don't you? Mm. Yeah, my God. I know in, in like stand-up venues, I'm terrible like that. Arms crossed, legs crossed. Oh, really? Like, impress me. Oh, I tutting. Tutting? <laughs> well, as they come on. No. No. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> you always... What I loved about you, you were I genuinely... I think you were one of the first people I ever saw in London at the... Uh, Clapham, in Clapham North, the Landor Tavern. When we... Before me and my brother did the sketch night, the sit that Sunday. Yeah. I I was I knew yeah I was crying when I watched you did Janet Raven the remember the crow yeah John would love that my Janet Raven go on oh, David yeah go on whack it out that's tut <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll sit here with my arms crossed and you've got to make me laugh go <laughs> no it's really hard it's like the fourth I I sometimes sing that to people, but then you really got to commit to it because the fourth time you've sung Janet Raven, you can tell people are really starting to... Fed up with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do it. You have to do it. I don't even remember when. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you you do. I don't. That's what someone says when they don't want to do something. No, I've got no memory of that. How it went. I know well, if, if John reminds you, because he, he knows doesn't, it. John doesn't want to do it. He doesn't <laughs> come on it. It's a Nazi. He's moved away from all that. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. I did a thing, John, in Edinburgh, where I put this old man's mask on and had this wobbly mushroom, big rubber mushroom, and I, I just used to sing, oh, man, mushroom. Da, 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 da. And I just saw Steve Bennett from Chortle just looking at me like that. And I had to really... <laughs> it was so horrible. Oh, God. It was so funny. Every time before you are about to go on, you were so miserable. So I've never met someone who just seems to hate it so much. <laughs> so Why would you keep punching, doing it, David? Like you're punching yourself in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember doing a gig, that a nice gig on my tour, and the, I, it went really well. It was really lovely. I came off, and he said, you must have enjoyed that one. No, not really. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, then? Yeah, why were you doing else. it? I didn't have anything else. I knew I wanted to do something in comedy. It just wasn't that, I don't mm. think. Did you wake yeah. up in the morning feeling all nervous about it? And like, I wasn't nervous. I just, I guess it was nerves. But um, I just didn't want to go away from home. Didn't want to, oh, I don't know. It's just but weird, did not did doing a good show not just make, like, make you want to do it? Because I feel like I can understand at the beginning if you're nervous about doing something like that, it's quite a big thing. But then once people love it, surely it's easy and like, it's fun and exciting to get up and do. No, I, yeah. All right, John's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Diary of a CEO. <laughs> Oh, you got to ask. There's got to be some inte- intellectual questions asked. Does everyone? Listen, I, I enjoyed part of it. I just didn't enjoy it enough to warrant smiling. <laughs> That's fair. Right. That's fair. <laughs> you know, <laughs> most yeah. 
Yeah. Doing live, I mean, my wife was a stand-up and she, yeah. she stopped. Because, yeah, it's weird. Some people just don't. It's just not for them, is it? Like, she, she found that she spent more time worrying about... Because she did a lot of emceeing. And she found yeah. a lot of time worrying about what she'd said that night. You know, she'd wake up and just mm -hmm. get really anxious about it. And I think nowadays as well, it's like even more... One's got phones and and you just and she never said anything. She never said anything bad, but she just couldn't. No, didn't make her happy, so she stopped. Oh my my thing was always, why am I the one in this room facing that way? Mm. Why have I and everyone's? I'd be like that. Yeah, like a little bit of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Anyway, John. Ask about his childhood, John. <laughs> John, John, John. Before, just before we go to football, yeah. Um, have you? I got a couple of questions here that I thought were fantastic. Have you ever spotted a? Actually, have you ever made a program? We thought this is going to be big, and it just hasn't quite hit. And you've gone what? Um, it surprised you. Yeah, yeah. And why, why is that? Is it just timing, And do you think? I think, uh, I don't know, when you're making it and you're hopefully making it for millions of people, you just realise how different the country is in lots of different ways. And yeah. um, I don't know, like large pops. And just, I don't know, people might have staunch views about the sort of comedy there. Also, the thing I always try to remember is that for a lot of people they never think about comedy and they might watch one comedy a year. And so the sort of stuff that I would love is stuff that I feel like I haven't seen before. And if it's a bit like music or something, if you're a real muso, you just won't. And, you know, you would never listen to the fifth Coldplay album, probably. Because <laughs> yeah. be like... God, you're right, aren't we? Think about it all the time. Yeah, John, John Beard, and think about it once. No, I think I've I've been to one comedy gig in my entire life, and that was Lloyd Griffith's one. What was the last? What was the last TV comedy you watched? Oh, new TV comedy. I could new TV comedy. I couldn't tell you, but I watch like in betweeners and that kind of stuff all the time. If that's definitely classic comedy, isn't it? Yeah, and when I when I was I worked at Channel Four as well, and that was sort of constantly on four OD or whatever it's called now. That was top of the you know millions and millions of hours every year. People just, and it's the same at, on um, at the BBC. If you sort of get a hit comedy, yeah, it's just they last for years. You know, Dad's Army still gets a million views every Saturday. I think. Oh, wow! Wow! Made in the six started in the sixties, I think the late sixties. I just wow. love the idea of a hit, and someone like you, John, is just say, "Just give me what you got next." Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, John. Did you like people just do nothing? Me? John Beer. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't. What, what was? What's people just do nothing? Oh. Oh, for God's sake, John! How are you? A young John guy. created that. Oh, yeah, but well, I didn't create it. Well, I sort of found it. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought you were going to go, yeah, like that. No, I I, I'm not a big comedy. When I watch something, and this is, yeah, I'm going to get stick for this again from you two. But I've, I'm more of a serious, like real life kind of thing. I'm, well, it's I'm a mockumentary, really... so it's yeah. like real mm. life. Can't oh. get any more real than that. Also, okay. football. It does like football. People tend to like people just do nothing because it's spooky, it's blokey, it's lads. Yeah, yeah. 
but we're lads. We're lads <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> the end of the day. <laughs> I used to um, one of the, the guys that created it, Steve. He was a Brentford fan, and I used to go when we were fil- we filmed it in Brentford. So I used to go whenever we were filming. I'd go with him to. He was one of the. That was one of the clubs I was thinking about when I was, you know. But but so, yeah, it's a great club. But then when it, when they when they got big, it was it was mad watching him there because just everyone one was filmed in their neighbourhood, but also yeah. I tell you something, I did watch like relatively recently. I don't know if it's new or not. Is Plebs you know with Tom Rosenthal because we had, we had him on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is that on the is that on the BBC? That's ITV. Oh, that's ITV. About, that was like there was about four or five series of that and a film. That was Tom. The writer of that, Tom Basden's brilliant. He's a very yeah, I love him. He does a show for us called Here We Go, which is I, I love that. It was I thought that was so good. Here We Go. Ah, yeah, I think it's that's that's a show that I think could become a a sitcom great. It's like he's he's yeah, he's such a good writer and the cast yeah. amazing. Mm. So John, you did what I did. You've gone from Man United to yeah, not quite as. Severe as mine. No, because you still you still hold a candle for United, don't you? Ooh, just whereas, a bit. Whereas just I hate I hate them. I hate them now. Do you? Oh yeah. god. Yeah, because I kind of what? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. It was a real. I was really lucky because we played them in the League Cup in two thousand and. When you say we, you saying Crystal Palace? Palace. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you're, you're a we. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I kind of. Um, yeah, I've really, I've really gone against them in a massive way, which is mad because they were a massive part of my life. Um, so, how long did it take you to switch? Because it's taken me, I reckon, two seasons to really feel. Well, I, this is I, so. I went to basically, I went around London going to like smaller clubs because Holly had said to me, "You love football, but you never go to it. You just follow Matthew." But you don't never go up to Manchester. I like I used to go up once every two years, and then people would call me a glory hunter. I'd be like, no, I've been to. I just just didn't. So anyway, I went round. To, I went Dagenham and Redbridge, Brentford, uh, Millwall, Palace. I wanted a team that was sort of shit, uh, and then sort of uh, QPR. Where else did I go? I can't remember now. But anyway, I went to Palace, and I went with Fergus Craig, who's a comedian and he always makes fun of me because I was there for about 20 minutes and within 20 minutes there was like stand up if you love Palace and I stood up and I genuinely was like I really love this club I just think it's <laughs> <laughs> like your, first, your first game what <laughs> <laughs> Brown says I'm like um, one of those white ginger guys that joins ISIS I'm yeah just... he said that on the pod actually <laughs> yes, like, I just love there was something about it there was something about it that was just they were so rubbish they were bottom of the championship who were? Palace? yeah they just were they? Uh, yeah they'd signed Edgar Davids on loan but he was so bad it was it was <laughs> he just he hadn't played for months they lost they played the first game was QPR they lost 2-0 I think but we were so bad and bottom of the championship just come out of administration when was this? when were they bottom of the championship? 2010 um, but the ground was like and still is rubbish but I loved it it was everything I wanted in a football club it was like all the seats were wooden they're not anymore but they were then 
there's like not very nice pies. Uh, everyone, but it was just like pe- the people around me were funny and everyone just had a real gallows humour about it. And I know that's probably lots of those sorts of clubs, but that was my first interaction with it, I think. Was was there like a chance potentially that season of you going down to League One when you joined? Yeah, them? 100%. Yeah. yeah. And that is depressing. Yeah, mm. and then but then I've been on this weird oh, journey. Depressing. <laughs> yeah, I've been I like League One actually. <laughs> so you're That's just good. you're just above relegation, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rub it in. That's not, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's horrible, isn't it? It's like oh, it's the worst. Yeah, I mean the the, the idea of us going down. I just can't. I couldn't take a season in League Six. I would in League Two. But when the guy came, we did a phone last night and he said, well, if we go down, we'll be down there for a decade. I was like, oh my God. Well, we were down there for a decade last time, so. That's the worst point. People think, oh, we'll go down and then we'll just win for a season and come back up. But you see so many teams just drop again, don't you? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Look at at Alfie, Ipswich nodding. Well, you know, I don't like to talk about it. (laughs) It's not about me. Come on. Shit, I didn't realise Palace were that low. Yeah. Yeah, they um Yeah, they did they got into administration, they didn't have like a lot of their best players had left. We had this legendary goalkeeper called Julian Speroni who sort of stuck mm. us through. There were just lots of cool characters. And then we had Dougie Friedman was sort of involved and he He might be going to United, wouldn't he? Yeah, but I just I mean, yeah. I hope he doesn't, because he's found he's it's just so good for us. And found like SA and well, not found them. They were they were around before, but he signed some yeah. people. Yeah. Why do you hate United so much? They've got a lovely little lounge. Oh, I went to the lounge, it was lovely. I think part of it was also <laughs> it's also partly the way they're all uh it's probably partly just glaziers and stuff as well, like just what it represent I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm like, I'm with you. It's a, it's a crap way to run a to have a football club, and they're sort of holding it hostage now as well, aren't they? So um, yeah, I said I think I, I think John's right. You should you should hate it as well, David. It's a, well, it's I, I I am definitely leaning towards. But when you said oh, we had Edgar Davids, I was like, oh, I fancy a bit of that down at Exeter. <laughs> Edgar Davids went to play for Barnet when uh, when they were in. Now. I'd have him now. They're in League Two. <laughs> And he was player manager. I think he got sent off. God, he was awful. Yeah, he was bad at Barnet, wasn't he? Terrible, terrible. But he still wore the goggles and still had the hair and was like, thought he was still great, (laughs) but he was crap. But how bad bad can you be when you're that good? But how bad was was he? He was old. He was like, he was nearly 40, I think, when he played for Barnet. Yeah, he was was probably that, around that when he was at Pat. He was the worst player on the pitch. He was terrible. Terrible. Awful. Yeah. But he still he still ran around and played like he thought he was the best. Yeah. 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 But he didn't wear those goggles to yeah. look cool, yeah. did he? No, 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 nah, but he wore them. No, no he but he was suggesting now. that he wanted to look the business. And he... Yeah. Yeah, but that's the only thing anyone ever knows Ed Davids for is the geezer with the goggles. <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> yeah, quite a good career. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the cover of FIFA, that's all I know about him. He was great. Yeah. So how many seasons were you in the championship before you thought, hello, we might be going up? Well, that, that, that's the thing. I've, <clears throat> I've been on a weird journey because we got promoted way before we were kind of ready to. 
it was a weird, it was all again, sort of thanks to Dougie Freeman. And then Holloway came in because Dougie Freeman went to um, Bolton and, but he brought in all these players that sort of just were playing out of their skin. And I think it was three years before they got promoted and then they won in the playoffs. Uh, Here's a fact I learned that we are the, we are the team that's been promoted the most through the we through the playoffs than any other team. British, yeah, four into times. the Premier. Yeah, we've secured right. promotion four times through the playoffs into the Premier League. What's that like? Knowing you're going that to was the Premier. A mate, the the day of the playoff final, Holly obviously understandably gets cross about this, but it was the greatest day of my life. Better than that, it was just Holly was with me, so sort of, but at Wembley. It was, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, it's lovely. Is that. it nice watching all those players in the Prem? It is quite nice, yeah. It's nice to sort of <laughs> see Haaland and, and like I took oh, my son God. and I'm trying to get him into Palace. And obviously at school, everyone supports the big clubs. Mm. But sort of things like that, I kind of, I just constantly buy him only Crystal Palace thing. He was telling me he wanted to be a Tottenham fan. I was like, well, I'll never take you to see Tottenham. I'll always take you to see Palace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of tube. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. My, so, boy, my boys are Tottenham fans now. I've, they've got the kits. It's meant it's no weird. Way. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because they saw, it was one game last year where they saw them beat Man City. Ooh. And he said to me recently, he went, I didn't realise they were a big side when I started supporting them. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But I, I got into Man. I started supporting Man U because my, my like no one in my family or, or my mum and dad, my brother, none of them played football, knew anything. No. About football. Same here. Yeah. No one was there to tell me that you should support your local team. I just didn't know. Yeah. Thought, mm. Oh, you, you just support the best team. That's how mm. it works. Uh, this is so lovely to hear. This is exactly what I've always had grief. I didn't know, John. You didn't know. Yeah. I just didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, yeah, no. And then now I feel ashamed, ashamed that I felt like that. Because no, don't be ashamed. Not quite for me. Not quite. <laughs> no, trust me. It's uh, David won't let it go. It's a blessing and a curse. Like I was fortunate enough that my dad obviously was a massive Exeter City fan, so I grew up supporting my local team. But like sometimes I do think, oh god, you know, like could have it could have been anyone in the world, and I got. Exit City, which is sort of like League Two, League One, forever, probably. So it's yeah. It's, although you say you regret feeling like you only wanted to support May United because they were the best, I think that might have probably well, I brought you some good times as well. But yeah, that, but when you in the League Cup this season, that, <coughs> was it Luton? You that must have been an amazing night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, yeah. it was, but it was. I don't think I ever the best feeling I ever got as a Man U fan was the watching the final against Bayern Munich. I was watching it on telly and was with a bunch of schoolmates, none of whom I think supported Man U particularly. But then like probably one of my favourite experiences was the the promotion. That was amazing. Also, there was like Jermaine Easter scored two goals in the last, like an extra term against like Sheffield Wednesday or something. And, I've never experienced like we were climbing all over each other and mm. my glasses and. Do you really let go in the stands? Yeah, I'm. So, I'm a bit of a dick. Fuck. 
Oh, I love to hear that. That's yeah. so good. Because David good David on. struggles to even stand up with a, when a goal goes in. What? Are you really a dickhead in the stands? Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I, li- I like just, yeah, going going mad. I used to when I first when I first went, I used to stand. You know that? Have you heard of the Crystal Palace Ultras? All the people they bang the drum and wave their flags and stuff. And I used to stand just behind them, like a few rows behind them, with some mates. Um, and I loved it. But then when I got a season ticket, Holly didn't want to stand up for a whole game. So I had to move to a different yeah. there. I'm with Holly. Yeah. They're quite good, aren't they? Those those Crystal Palace Ultras. They actually do make some really good atmosphere, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Lots of people have a problem with them for various reasons, but I think they're, I think they're really good. And they make it so much more fun. Like they, the other day they went, they fell out with Croydon Council because they have all their drums and their flags in a, cupboard at the ground and it got a lot it got basically the council wouldn't let them have their drum and their signs and so they didn't for the first half there was just no atmosphere and, you, oh. and then the second half i don't know what they said but they got their drum back and then it suddenly came alive again yeah but i i saw a video is it your friend ellis um ellis Platten. yeah, yeah. He he put a video up of when he went. He does the away days, and he he, he went to Fleetwood and watched Exeter Fleetwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was standing with the Exeter fans. Yeah, too much. Really? Like, yeah, I was like, I can't, I couldn't stand in amongst all this. It's too loud. Why? What? You feel uncomfortable? You've literally been you've been to Plymouth away. That's yeah, the that worst it's different. ever going to get. Yeah, that felt different because it felt meaningful at, at Fleetwood. I'd be like. Rain in. <laughs> what would your ideal be then? Everyone sitting down and just watching? No, I like watching it. I love that people do it. I just don't want to be in it. I see. Like, that's fair enough. <laughs> you big, like what you like. Yeah, I like what I can't help myself. Yeah. They're big stands, aren't they? You can like just move along and go. You don't, right. you don't have to be in with well, the rest. Ellis was right in it. It was like, he do, when go. we've gone on away days, he gets right in it wherever we go. And you went to Dortmund, didn't you? Yes. Right in it. And I was oh, a big go. Yes, I went. Yeah, yeah. That's to, my dream. That's your dream. Yeah, to go on to be to do the yellow wall. Well, that'd be my. It's one of my footballing dreams. It's easy. Yeah, it's, expense, it's expensive though. I went to see Bayer Leverkusen play Wolfsburg a few years ago, and we were sat right next to the Wolfsburg away fans, and it looked so fun. It looked. Mm. It was. They're all like caged. They're all in a big cage. Yeah. Yeah, you feel it's Germany like sort of renowned for being it's louder. Great, and... It's so funny how bad our the atmosphere is in the Premier League compared to Germany, and I don't know how we managed to like get this reputation for even Palace. It's 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 a good atmosphere, but it's not amazing. Yeah, mm. is it because eighty percent of people are like me? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to sit with a picnic. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> got earplugs in. The thing that I love about like you know when you you see teams that have really good atmospheres and this this is sort of aimed a little bit at you David but if you go to a game and you sit there and you just watch the game you can find say you we're on a losing streak like we are now you find yourself falling into this miserable rut whereas if you're on the big bank and chanting and jumping around you sort of just a little bit like trying to forget about the result which I think helps with you say like you know you say you're going and we've lost te- you know the last 10 in a row whatever. how many games you've been if, to this season who me yeah you Good question. How many away games have you been to this season? Ooh. How many? How many have you been to, John? Touché. Away games. 
How many away games have I been to? Either. Either of you? I've I've been to like quite a few, like four or five of the ones we've done this season. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Do you go to away games, John? I don't anymore since having kids. I used to I used to go loads, but I go to I try and go to I've got a season ticket. I go to any game I can. Hmm. Sometimes it's quite difficult with the job, but and also my son started playing football now. That is that's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> 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 yeah, it is, isn't it? But I, I'm really bad now when I watch him, I get in I sort of get into his games and scream louder than I should do. And do you? Yeah, I just any sort of competition, any sort of uh, any sport, whatever it is, I will instantly like pick a side and then get kind of yeah, yeah. I, I watched my but my eldest boy when he was playing when he was eleven or twelve. I remember crying <laughs> too loud. No, what? no, I, just, I was crying because he was really trying and oh. wasn't. Qu- I don't know, it was just a match where he wasn't quite... Yeah. I just started crying. Oh, it's awful. The... My son's a goalie, and it's it's awful when you see him make a mistake, because you know the other parents oh are like, my... fuck's sake, what's he doing? Oh, oh like no. you, John. <laughs> 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 well, uh, could you imagine yourself having a fist fight? No, 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 no. Because no. I've seen I'm, that in Crawley. Like, yeah, no, I'm, a complete, I'm a complete wimp. I don't mm. like confrontation I just like I love watching it but I love watching it's great isn't it no I'd be ducking behind someone sort of causing the problems and then walking away yeah yeah totally have you ever seen fist fights at kids football Alfie or I guess oh yeah yeah when I was playing yeah yeah all the time all the time parents parents um one time a lino and one of the parents and it was really sick when I was younger it was really it was quite serious the games would play so then everyone was sort of on everyone felt under a lot of pressure what do you mean it's serious it was just like it was quite they you know a lot of the people went on to play professional what level did you play at Oh, I don't like to talk about it, David. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> well, I do. Yeah, no, really I, do. I played, um, I had scouts come and watch me when I was younger and they put me through to um, this thing. It was called the EJA at the time. So it's kind of like, you're not, it's like a non-league academy, essentially. Um, but a lot of them had been released from Ipswich and Norwich and stuff like that. So they were really serious. Um and then my dad would come along, bless him, and not have a clue what's going on. But he even got a few, um, <laughs> you know. What, punched? Not punched, no. Just sort of people, he might say something about, what do you mean by that? That kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. And he'd go, so I don't, nothing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Poor bloke. Why would you, so you cry, would your son not be like, dad, can you stop crying? No, you wouldn't have seen it. I wasn't sort of, but it's just, I... No, I, it, like a tear would have fallen down. My it was a, it was enough t- sort of wetness to if you'd looked at me, you'd go, he, he's crying. That bloke, <laughs> <laughs> that bloke's crying. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like seeing people try. It just makes me feel like Finding Nemo. Yeah, he's got the little wounded wing. Yeah, little wing fin. <laughs> a bit like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, bless you. I get it. I I totally. Get it. It's it's uh, 
Yeah, but it's really it's hard because my son's convinced he's going to get scouted, and it's really, uh, you know, I don't want him really? doing. This is going to be a, this is going to be a hard hitting question. Do you know when you see not just you, John, but anybody as well, David as well? Do you know when you see your kid play football? Like, yeah, you're not going to play. You just do. You just play for fun, sort of thing. Yeah, it's awful to say. Uh, I think you sort of you just see. I've w- I would like watched that documentary on Channel Four about Crystal Palace. It was all shot. Oh, I hated that, and it's so heartbreaking. But you kind of also the the amount you have to play, like you have to mm. be playing every single night. And I kind of I, I'm really love the fact that he's into football, but he already plays three days a week, and mm. I kind of want him to not just be a football boy. Yeah, same here. I'm exactly the same at the moment. Yeah. It's brutal world. We had guys who had been there from like the age of six to 15 and then they just drop you. It's yeah. kind of like, it's like all you've known your whole childhood and then it's like, nope, sorry. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you get to a certain level as well, you kind of feel like there's hope. Whereas, yeah. I don't know, surely at a certain age, you see the better players and go, oh, I'm not in that level. But the downfall of, the, of those, a lot of those kids in that Palace documentary is their own parents, isn't it? Putting like yeah. way too much pressure on their kids to like, you know, I remember in one of them is the, the mum says, oh, like, remember you're going to be buying your, your mum a new car and stuff like that. It's like, imagine all of that that's going through your head as a kid. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, I think what, what, one of the things I love about Palace at the moment is that they're, the way they, the, all the players they buy in as like, a, and they just seem like really nice people as well. Like they obviously, and they clearly do sort of that factor all that into like the players they buy to make sure that it's a sort of happy team. And cause yeah, you kind of get other players that other teams where it's just all about that one player and then it ruins everything. Mm. <laughs> That's why I think Man U, when I look at Man U and kind of, there just doesn't seem to be any strategy or any, there's no thought going into like, it doesn't seem to me anyway, but mm. the they're buying. Just careful what you're saying, John. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the punch up. <laughs> yeah. No, but John makes a good point because, yeah, I know. Yeah, because, I know. you know, uh, for one of the signings that Man United made this summer, that, that Amrabat to me, or was it, yeah, I think it was this summer. It's, that doesn't make any sense to me. I think if you know anything about football, you don't buy someone based off an international tournament. You can't. No. And they went. How much did they spend on him in the end? Was it like? And he's like twenty eight and just unknown. Yeah, unknown. Mm. Twenty eight. He's probably reached the peak of his career already. As in, like he's not going to get any better. It's just see, they're just weird, weird signings. I remember Ferguson did that. He bought. Is it Podolski and Cruyff? Or oh, something? Yeah. Do you remember after Euro ninety six? Oh yeah. He bought these. The Czech player. Yeah, he'd never done it before, but he bought them, and they were pretty. Average rubbish player. Because he didn't he do a Carol Pobolski did a little loop yeah. goal. Did an amazing scored an amazing goal at I think it might have even been at Old Trafford. And then he bought Johan Cruyff. Not Johan Cruyff, Jordi Cruyff. Yeah. Who was rubbish as well. But they were both because they had good tournaments. But they hadn't really done that before. But you're right, like yeah, that's always a bad sign, isn't it? Mm. When you went to Crystal Palace for the first time, genuinely, when did you feel like you could sort of cheer and say you're a supporter before because at the moment I'm feeling like whenever I say anything uh, real supporters are like yeah alright mate you've only been here two minutes at what yeah. point did you start calling Crystal Palace we John we yeah 
probably too embarrassingly early than I should have done. I well, just you stood up to be fair in the first. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, just want, I was just like I was. I think because I was so starved of that experience, I really wanted that experience, and I was so happy to actually have it and like have a football club near me and yeah, all the stuff I was probably should have done all that earlier in my life, but. And I was at that point in my life, I was in my like early 20s, mid 20s. And so I had the time to dedicate to it. I could sort of spend every waking minute, literally going, tra- traveling around with them. And also it's that thing of meeting mates. Yeah, I made, I was lucky. I had Doc introduce me to a bunch of people and I used to go to the same pub. Every, and then now we go to the same pub with this little, and it's also a random mix of people that have become my friend and I love them all. And I love seeing them and, yeah. Surely that, you get invited into the lounge. I've never you? done all that. I've never really... No. I've never really... Um, no. I it's done. lovely. Have you been to the palace? Like, oh, you mean the... No, like, Exeter. It's lovely. Yeah. Makes me feel... feel I don't nice. like wearing... I don't like, <laughs> you have to wear a tie. What's that? You have to wear a tie. Or, uh, Play by my rules. Yeah, <laughs> not the big dog. Ah, <laughs> oh, do you go every home game? Right, I try to. Yeah, what's your, I really like knowing a little routine on a Saturday. Well, on a well, if it if it, if I didn't have like a child stuff to do, then my dream day would be there's a there's a working man's club called the Victory, which is. Which which I love, and I'd go there. I try and get there about twelve thirty. I try and have probably four pints before the game. Four, yeah. I, that's um, all. Of, I mean, like I say, I don't get to do it very much now. But that would be my. Uh, that would have been my routine. I'd then be hammered. On yeah, four I, would, I would, yeah. would do. Yeah, and then then I can sing like loudly for. An hour and a half. Oh, let's see. Dutch courage. Yeah, I was literally about to say Dutch courage. I think yeah. I'd go into my shell more. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Hyper aware of every. <laughs> you can't go into your shell anymore. There's no more room to go back retract. There's only outs from here. But what about a normal game, John? Are well, you... now, nowadays, I sort of get there just as it's like five minutes before it's starting. and, and Slightly I'm... stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Usually yes, but now now because my son often comes with me, uh, and so it's it's not quite the same. Still have a pint at half time, but do you? God, yeah. I didn't even do that. If I had a pint at half time on a Saturday, I feel like I was being really naughty. Mm. So much wrong with me. You've never you've never really drunk much, have you? No drinker. You like a glass of red wine, David? That's come on. Yeah, but you're not going to get that at half time. Look like a burk, aren't you? <laughs> Are you? I don't, I don't think they'd serve you a glass of red <laughs> under the telling that. <laughs> questioning everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does your son get into it, or is he sort? Of, is he kind of looking around? No, he does now. This is the first season that I've been completely honest. I was taking him there selfishly before, so that I could go, and then I just <laughs> give him my phone. <laughs> <laughs> And we had a great understanding. He got to yeah. have a, he got to have a hot dog, and like a coke, and play on his on my phone. He loved it. But yeah. then this season, we're in the same stand. <laughs> <laughs> he sits in the dugout. <laughs> I, but then this season, he's because he's playing football more. I said, "You're not. You know, now you can watch it, and you should be watching it." And 
but he does, he really enjoys it and uh he gets he gets scared when i celebrate when we score and <laughs> i really I've, want to see you celebrate <laughs> why is it scaring children <laughs> what are you doing I try not. I try not to celebrate or scream loudly, but I can't help it. And I've tried so many times to keep it in, but I always. He doesn't quite. Last season, he'd cry a few times, and I try not to. Well, when you celebrate, yeah, because I just. He's sort of growling. Yeah. <laughs> in his face. Why did he do it in his face? We're thinking like thinking it was a fun thing, but obviously watching watching someone you love go. <laughs> In his face. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> We've been Fucking hell. He, um, he, uh, against uh, Everton, I, we scored a penalty and I, yeah. I sort of picked him up. I just gave him a shot. I didn't mean to. I thought he'd like it. Again. I just thought he'd like it, but I sort of picked him up to sort of, you know. <laughs> above your head. <laughs> <laughs> like a log after four pints I've yeah. done that with mine just going hey and he's just sort of yeah get off. yeah he had a massive go at me as I like, don't ever do that again he'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, cherish those moments when yeah. you're screaming at him yes yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Let go enough to do that. I just... I see, I don't remember ever having that with my dad. I remember a bit like whenever I would be go. To, I went to football with my dad from like the age of three, four. And he like, was I'll... always flirting with people, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sexy dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, he was. He was flirting with people. No, but like when he would celebrate, we would like he, we'd we'd both let loose sort of together, and like it'd all just be like a big. Well, as a four-year-old. Nah, maybe not four, but like when I was like, eight. I remember, yeah. I remember like getting pushed about and like, I got trapped against a bar- like a barrier once. So like, yeah. I, oh, I'd I, was, be, I was too sensitive as a child. I'd have cried my eyes out if oh, I got I loved trapped. It. I loved really? It. Yeah, it was so good. I remember thinking, oh, I'm like, I, felt, I remember feel like, feeling like an adult because you're celebrating with loads of adults, but you're not, you're eight. That's just reminded me when I, when I, when I was a Man U fan, when I was little, the first ever Man U game I went to uh, was against Portsmouth. And a friend, it was in the League Cup, and a friend of my parents had said, "Oh, well, I'm a Portsmouth fan. He can. I've got a spare ticket. He can come and watch the game with me." But like, because my mum, because my parents didn't know anything about football, they let me dress up in my full Man United kit <laughs> with my Man United scarf, Man United hat, <laughs> a Man United uh, rucksack. But then I sat, sat in the Portsmouth end. <laughs> With this guy, Wally? <laughs> and then when when Man U scored, I jumped up and started celebrating. This kid, this this dad or like this Portsmouth fan just went like, shut the fuck down. I was like eight eight years old. Then <laughs> I went I went to the toilet. I went to piss at half time, and someone took off my hat and took off my scarf, and I never. Okay, well, they like, nicked it. Yeah, it was no way! I was terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. My mum was like, you know, how was it? And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go. I don't think I like going to football. Oh no! Oh, no. Yeah. It's imagine that bastards. Yeah, but uh, Portsmouth fans. Portsmouth fans. Yeah. What are they like? Oh, is that's that just yeah? Is that get revenge? The guy who's covered in tattoos. John Pompey Portsmouth or whatever. Yeah, he's rings the bell. Yeah, who's he? Oh, David, you'd love him. Yeah, you would. 
he'd must, be great on the pod. He's got like blonde blue dreadlocky hair, but I think that's a wig with a big blue Portsmouth hat. And he loves Portsmouth so much, he changed his middle name to Pompey. Oh and my he, God. And he rings this massive bell that you can hear throughout the stadium. <laughs> it's just like da-ding, da-ding, and he takes it home and away everywhere. And he's an absolute nutcase, but mental. Mental. I think I heard someone saying that basically even Portsmouth fans don't really like him. Yeah, like it was funny at the beginning or like different and it put Portsmouth like, it was like, you know, like in a lot of documentary type things. But then imagine having to be the guy who sits next to him ringing the bell. (laughs) Every game. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's a wig, isn't it? Those dreadlocks. Yeah, I think it is a wig, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! He works in the library. Yeah, he's like a, like in his day. To, like if he when he puts a t shirt like or a shirt on and he's a, a tie on and that he looks like a normal human being. But and he, I think he has a normal job, but he just loses it on the weekends. I think it's because he works in a library. He just he's desperate to make as much noise. Yeah. And <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, are you up for doing the quiz? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see how it goes. Well, we've got a little leaderboard here. Yeah, we have got a table. I listened to the one with Tom Parry, though. The questions were so hard. Yeah. Yeah, you you really stiffed them. (laughs) God, I'm glad I didn't have to do this. It's a lot of pressure. I love it. It really feels like I was trying to copy Top Gear. Just <laughs> thinking it's a bit Top Gear. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> is that what those things are in the back? Is behind you? Is that like all the scores ranked? And yeah, all my podcast ideas. <laughs> Blue are really good. Yellow are good. <laughs> What's pink? <laughs> pink are quite good, and green are good. That's a weird order to have. <laughs> They're all good. <laughs> she probably start some of them then. Okay, right here we go. <clears throat> right, I think this is last season. Some are last season, some are not. Who scored Crystal Palace's first Premier League goal of the season? Was it Eze, Olise, or Saha? Uh, who did we play? Was it Fulham? No. Uh, I'll just go with Eze. Wrong. Zaha. One one draw against Liverpool. I should have just said Zaha. He scored all our goals. (laughs) And we move on to an old website. (laughs) In what year were Crystal Palace formed? 1900, 1905... 1895 on 1910. Well, uh, well the, this is this is another thing that makes me laugh about Palace. They have now decided they're the oldest club in the world, or they they've they used to be. Originally, they were founded in 1905, but now they say they were founded 1861. Oh, because they uh, got a, a Palace historian went back through the. Uh, went back through like the archives and I don't know found that we were older than so we are supposedly the officially the oldest um, club in league football 
But, but, but yeah. I don't know You're going to go for... I'll go for, I'll go for 1905, because if it's an old quiz, they wouldn't have... Uh, was 1905 even in the... Yeah, 1905. That one. Correct. Wow. Off the mark. He's Off on the, the leaderboard. Flipping out. And some bonus knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Question two. Which ground did the club first play their home games? Hearn Hill, Crystal Palace, The Nest or Sellers Park? The Nest? Oh, fuck, I don't know if I've got the answers. <laughs> that's kind of rule one for a quiz master, isn't it? Actually, no, the nest ruled out, so that's incorrect. Oh, bollocks, what why have I it? got the answers? What was it? Oh, you dick. <laughs> I don't know where the answers are. I'm not saying this <laughs> on, on top, Hang on, yeah. hang on. <laughs> it was Crystal Palace. Oh, fuck. Crystal Palace. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I should have known that, because that's where they used to have the FA Cup final there as well. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Ah, oh, bollocks. Second question. Second? I've, I saw we rolled it out. Third question, sorry, third, third question. question. Oh, okay. Here we go. How many goals did Crystal Palace score in September last year? <laughs> That's a joke, David. Come on, mate. That's what it says. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's, That's what it says. Really outrageous. Uh, excuse me, this is a BBC quiz, so... Uh... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect the BBC. Uh, I don't know. Four. Four. Okay. Four. Was, there a, was there not even a multiple Wrong. choice? Okay, right. Pretty weird. was <laughs> not a multiple choice. Just guess the time. Oh, Crystal Palace only played one game in September and it ended nil-nil. <laughs> so, so... Is this rubbish? So it was none? Yeah. Kind of been, because if Zaha scored our first goal... <laughs> that was August. Uh... Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha <laughs> gotcha and we move on to October of last season how many Premier League points did Crystal <laughs> this is mental this is absolutely <laughs> mental I don't think the bloody manager would know these <laughs> how many Premier League points did Crystal Palace pick up from their six games in the month of October uh uh, I can't believe this is an actual quiz question. Nine. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Four, six, seven, or ten. <laughs> oh, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Uh, right. Four, six, seven, or ten. Uh, seven. Wrong. Ten. Fuck, they beat gonna... Leeds, Wolves, and Southampton and draw, drew against Leicester. Nine was a good guess, then. Yeah, nine yeah. was a good guess. Mm. Yeah. Who was Palace's first manager in their history? Was it Edmund Goodman? Was it John oh T. Robson? Was it Alec Maley or Fred Maven? <laughs> You've gone from October last year to the first ever manager. <laughs> uh, give me the names again. Was it Goodman, Robson, Maley or Maven? Goodman sounds like an old name. Goodman has gone for Goodman and the answer is Robson John T. Robson 1905 07 1905 we've come back to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back to the present day <laughs> <laughs> November last year which three Palace players failed to score penalties in the Carabao Cup shootout defeat by Newcastle 
was it Ayu Milojevic and Hughes Hughes Ward and Mateta Mitchell and Ayu or Milojevic Mateta and Ibuwehi what I don't even know what the question was, there. Yeah, I don't even know where we <laughs> are. There's a lot of penalties in the Carabao Cup shootout. First one. The one with IU in it. Wrong. Ugh. Mateta, Eboe, and... and uh, Milovojevic. Milovojevic. <laughs> who's, who's got the lowest score in this quiz game? Tom Parry, three. Hey, I might beat Tom Parry. At the moment, John, you're on one. Yeah. And we move on to December last last year with James Tompkins, who was one of the two Palace players sent off against Fulham. But who was the other? Uh, I don't think I like this game. Uh, uh, Mitchell. Correct. Hey. hey! Wonderful. We're off. Here we go. Which of these scored the most goals in a season for the club? Ian Wright, Jim Cannon, Mark Bright, or Peter Simpson? Ian Wright. Peter Simpson. <laughs> 46 goals in 1930. 1930. Jesus oh yeah, Christ. I remember that. <laughs> um, January from last year, which German club did Crystal Palace sign Narao Ahamada? Sorry, oh Stuttgart. Correct. Yeah. Nine point seven million. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Hey. He's not very good either. No. February. Staying with Naro Armada, who did he make his Palace debut against? Jesus, what kind of question is that? What? Is that a that's, tough one? Yes, that's a tough to question. To be fair, it was eight months ago, so it's doable. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's doable. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. I don't know. Um, wolves? Wrong. Man United. Oh. Two one loss. Came off the bench. Mm. Um, how many league goals did Ian Wright score for Crystal Palace? Here we go. 91, 85, 87, or 89? I feel like it's one of the 80s. I'm going to go with 85. 85, going for 85. 89. He scored 117 goals in all competitions and made a total of 277 appearances. That's good. That's a good record, that. How many questions have we done, John? Uh, We are on 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. This is the twelfth one. Okay, on which day of the week was Patrick Vieira sacked? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't BBC. It is. <laughs> My uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with, uh, Monday. 
Wrong. Friday. Uh, that seems like an odd day to sack a football yeah, manager before yeah. a game. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So that was question 13, David. So we're now on four. This is 14 you're about to ask now. Palace played six games in April after Roy Hodgson's return as manager. But how many did they win? Ooh. Four. Here we go. Correct. Come yes. on. Correct. It's level now, aren't you? With <sighs> No, he's taken he's overtaken Tom Parry. Oh, oh get yeah. in. There we go. Although Tom Parry's questions were all from nineteen oh five. did Roy Hodgson give Harry Kane, who scored a winning goal for Spurs against Palace, his England debut? Yes or no? That's actually a good question, that. I'm going to say yes. Mm. Correct. Yeah, I would have said yeah. Like that. Correct. Storming right. it now. So one more question. Yeah, last question, sir. Uh, I always do an age one, so. Yeah, this is a, this is a staple of the my new football club, top gear, uh. top gear rip off <laughs> quiz. How old is Eze? Oh, great question. Oh, I think he's twenty-five or twenty-six. I'm going to go with twenty-five. Correct. Wow. There Impressive. we go. Big finish. L- lovely little final furlong. H- how many points, John? He finished on a whopping six points. There we go. This is lovely. lovely. Joint with Tom Rosenthal. Lovely. I'll take yeah. It. Is, are you happy or sort of... He supported Arsenal, hasn't he? Tom Rosenthal. Yeah. What was he doing on it? <laughs> what was he... <laughs> He, he didn't know a lot, actually. No, he, he sort didn't. of did, and he didn't. Um, he should do. He should yeah, know. he should know loads, given his father's... Strikes me as someone that would know loads. Yeah, he sort of... What a let Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his quiz, he sort of failed terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But do you feel do you feel anything to... A, after that, John, are you not bothered? Relief. I sent a sense of relief. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Six points. <laughs> Joint second bottom. Um, oh, you got a season ticket now? You have, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, the last two, the last two seasons. I honestly, I bloody love Saturdays when they when I see they're playing at home. Yeah, it's lovely. I can't wait. What I really hope is that when my kids get older that we travel because there are some mates I know that go home and away with their kids and I love the idea of that mm. sort of driving up to yeah that's what you did didn't you John yeah well, yeah my whole childhood was spent going to like away games with my dad which is why I've ticked off so many of the grounds I've done like 60 something of the grounds at the 92 so the reason why is because I've done every team in league 2 every team in league 1 bar Fleetwood I think and then ever, quite a lot of the teams in the championship as well so yeah Oh, and, and do you have a good relationship with your dad? Yeah, the, yeah, like foot, football-wise, yeah. Like, I mean, because we, we speak about football all the time, we don't really have a chance to speak about anything else. But like football is what keeps my family like glued together, really. <laughs> just that this shit, like everyone just is absolutely obsessed about exit exit city in my household. And and it, like my mum even goes now. She like she used to always like call herself a football widow, but now she's got a season ticket and goes like every home game so yeah is she yeah. in the big bank <laughs> no she's um she actually sits uh just in front of like taggy and that 
a few rows down. Oh, so yeah. nice too. So when you used to go off with your dad, yeah. would you just set off really early on a Saturday or would you no, go on a Friday would, night? Every time I went with my dad, pretty much, bar like the first couple of years where we'd get the like the fans coach up, we would stay the night before. So we'd go on a Friday night, really? stay in a hotel. and then be so pricey. Yeah. Um, so, no, so my dad, like... Um, we, we went with like a couple of my dad's mates and one of them worked like for a company who where he had to travel a lot up like around the country a lot so he would check out of hotels on his like credit card and he'd get all these like points like honor points so then we'd stay for like nut peanuts in these like pretty nice right. hotels so um so yeah that was good mm. yeah i like the idea i could do away games with my boys a bit older mm. my boys are a little bit <clears throat> fair weather at the moment if it's cold and they're not coming. Do you make yours go, John? I don't need to. He's really into it. Right. Yeah. Went, I took him to meet, you know, you, you can sort of meet the players as they arrive at the... Yeah. But took him to do that and that, that was a good, that was a good day. Felt yeah. Like a good dad that day. Yeah. Made up for screaming in his face later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did that at the end of last season. We met all the extra players. I got Gary Caldwell to give give him some advice. He just bent down. He said, oh, "Nice." Yeah, he just said, "You just got to keep trying, keep practicing." Oh, it's lovely. But as a kid, that as a kid, that makes you like that can make yeah. you like yeah. Like if you've got someone, yeah. you know, someone really who's done really well for themselves in football, telling you and giving you advice, you like take that on board, like yeah, grasp yeah. onto it. When yeah. I was, when I was younger, I went on a Man United soccer school. A Bobby Charlton soccer school. Yeah. And uh, I went up to Manchester for it and um, they ran a thing where you could meet the players and the previous week it had been, was it Brian McClare had been there and I was, he was quite good then and I was really excited. And then the week we came and like, oh, we've got some youth players for you. I was like, oh, I wanted to meet the, I was so excited about it. And so I did, met these youth players, didn't know who they were and we got their autograph. And then years later, I found like the bit of paper and it was David Beckham and Gary Neville. <laughs> and that's wow. And I, I didn't know who they were at the time. It was, they were just these youth players who'd never played. Wow. For the I was like, do you oh. remember that day? Well, meeting them. Yeah, I do. Cause I just remember thinking, I don't really know who you are and why I'm asking for your autograph. And then, uh, Oh my and God. It. And it's the same signature with the little number seven in it. And oh. yeah. Obviously, had that when that you... is one of the best little stories we've had on it. That yeah, that's lovely. amazing. That's cool, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. When you think back, do you see Beckham or do you just see this random? Yeah, you know what I mean, he was like a good looking young man. Yeah, uh-huh. I bet he was. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and you were eight or nine, you still oh, eight. I really knew about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you still understood all that business. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, John. No, that thanks. was great. Nice to meet you. John, you don't look like how I imagined from the, the pop from listening oh, to it. Do I look better, worse? Yeah, very much better. Very handsome young man. Oh, mm. thank you very much. <laughs> Hey, Got nice. a Rebecca moment. Oh. <laughs> well, well, I'm rolled back the years. I'm going to have my chest puffed out for the rest of the day now. Thanks for that, John. He is, isn't he? I might go out now. You should see his dad. You should see his dad. Oh, gosh. Yes. Very hot. And he knows it. If you, like the car, if you like the car, you'll love the bull. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>